Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. All right, we're just <laughs> so we're just waiting on this one. Uh, yes. So yeah, stick around. This is German guy and save the tacos. We will be right back. where we practice patience i guess <laughs> i'm feeling the music though yeah yeah in the meantime uh, i'm over here um, <laughs> rocking and dancing bobbing my head <laughs> <laughs> can you uh hear me hear me clear yeah you sound good okay, okay. how about me oh yeah perfect um this is just so you know it is um not what you said like uh it's not copy written so we can always use this track if you want in the future oh nice yeah oh, i invited some friends from my facebook site and stuff so oh, cool. they said they said they would show up so we'll see what happens yeah same here i uh i sent it to some of my uh, to my college friends Oh yeah, and, um, and I posted on Facebook, so hopefully some of my family friends will check in. I have a good feeling. It's gonna yeah, be great. Same here. Hello, we got this. I'm excited oh, yeah. to talk to other people tonight. German guy and sifted tacos. Here we go. Talking <laughs> about mental health, and here we go. Yeah, I'm not a big rapper, <laughs> but that's all I can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's like way better than what I would have done, friend. <laughs> Waiting on some more people. Yeah, yeah guess, guess what? Waiting on some more people. Huh. I'm just gonna repeat myself over and over, yeah. <laughs> Waiting on more people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is too great. Too good. I was worried I wouldn't make it tonight. For the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, because I got um, the COVID vaccine. So. <laughs> oh, you got the vaccine so, or what? Yeah, so I was hoping I wasn't one of those people who was sick immediately after. <laughs> oh, right. I hope it's yeah. gonna be good. I feel good. At any time now, people. So we need at least one listener here. We need somebody. Oh, Ooh, there you go. I see somebody. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're just uh, getting ready here, local dad. So talking about some good old mental health and the stigma around it. Yeah, and feel free to jump in. If you have any questions tonight, any any comments, let us know. 
Welcome, 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 everyone. We're gonna start right away. Just, um, just wait for a couple more seconds. Shout out to Mike Chan, eighty local dad. It's so good to have you here. All right, let's get started. Yes. All right, so it's you're here with the German guy, and I have an amazing guest on me, uh, with me here. Save the tacos. How are you doing today? I'm so good. I'm feeling super good today. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. How about you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. This German yeah. is just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So, let's get to it today. And just so you guys know, there might be a few uh, triggers in this topic because it's not a very light topic. We don't always go this deep. But if I have something triggering coming up, we will let you know. We'll just say trigger alert. How's that? Yes, that works. Definitely. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so the topic is the stigma. Let's just start with what is a stigma? What the heck is a stigma? Just simply put, stigma is, it literally means hostility towards a person, a group or a person. Um, so, so since this, this topic is kind of right around mental health, I'm going to start off with a question here. What have you or someone you, have lo you love experienced this hostility when it comes to um, a mental health condition? What can we do about this? Can we do something about it? Um, yeah. So according to the World Health Organization, 70% of people suffer from some sort of mental health condition at some point in their lives. That's one out of every five people. Yes. That's yeah. one billion people. So. Yeah. I think um, that's something. I think that's something that people forget. Right. Or maybe we just don't know how how often this occurs and how many people, people that we may not even know, are bravely taking care of their mental health or dealing with some of the challenges facing around mental health, including being stigmatized. Totally. And like the fact that there's one out of every five people, it means that this is this deserves attention. This is deserves something that we talk about yeah and um it it also shows the inconvenient truth that um it's not being talked about or it's being stigmatized so much so what is a mental illness it's in anxiety it's panic attacks anxiety disorder but addictions can also fall into this category it's anything that is um giving you a hard time with uh, your cognition or yeah. regulating emotions. And I just want to point out real quick, this is not a replacement for, like, we're not professionals. Uh, disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> I, have a, I have a panic disorder, all right? Yeah. So I feel like I should just say that so people are not, like, looking up to me like I'm some perfect guy. I'm, like, the furthest away from a perfect person. And that's why we like to talk about this stuff, you know? And I because think one of the... Right. Oh, go ahead. 
No, I'm, I'm good. No, I just think that one of the reasons why um, both you and I connected so well was because, you know, we do have a passion for mental health. And like German guy mentioned, we're not mental health professionals. So, and what I want to say is my love for mental health and why I get so jazzed up, so excited to talk about it is because I really, truly feel passionate that every single person at one point in their life should give themselves the gift of therapy you know Mm. therapy is so powerful because it's the one place where there's no judgment there's no Mm. judgment there's no fear about what you're going to say i think you know talking about stigma and mental health i think one of the reasons why we struggle with you know mental health is so stigmatized is because of the fear of what will people say and the the fear or the idea that wow, I must be the only one dealing with this. And first of all, mm-hmm. you're not, you know, and I just want to mm-hmm. first, I want to celebrate you, German guy, for being so honest about, you know, your journey. And, you know, I, I'll be honest, I'm diagnosed with depression and and it's something that I feel so, I want to be open about it because I just want mm-hmm. everyone to know that you're not alone. Like, you're not right. a freak. You're not alone. Everyone, like 70% of the world population one in five U.S. adults, one in five adults in the world are dealing with a mental illness. And mental illness, like you said, it ranges anywhere from anxiety, depression, which most people will will deal with at one point in their life. And I just want to, again, going back to what I was saying, I really, really want to encourage you that if tonight this resonates with you, if it, um, if at any point you feel triggered, you feel like you can't listen, please, we encourage you to turn it off and feel safe and surround yourself with safe people. But at any point, this, this, what we're saying speaks to you, please, please, please look for a therapist. If you, we will, you know, we just encourage it. It's the best thing I've ever one of the best things I could have ever done for myself was to say, forget what people think. I'm going to go take care of myself. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's, I love that you touched on that because um, often when we think about going out and seeking help and reaching out for help, we right away put that stigma on ourselves. And we're like, man, I must be such a weak person. And, yeah. and in a way, we struggle with stigma every day. I want to go through a little bit of a thought experiment to show you what I'm talking about or what I mean. Um, let's say you can't go to work because you're totally stressed out, right? You had a super stressful weekend and everything's too much and you're literally having panic attacks. And if you already, if you are diagnosed with anxiety, that's, and that's a very common thing to have panic attacks where you absolutely can't do anything. So here's the scenario. You can't go to work. And um, your boss is like, well, what's going on? You know, what's wrong? And uh, you're like, you know, you have the option. Here, here you have the option. Here's the funny thing. You can either say, and I have done this way too many times. I, um, I'm going to just be honest. I have had panic attacks and couldn't go to work because of my panic attacks were so much. And mm. I would just tell my boss, I have a bad back or, you know, I fell down or (laughs) I have a fever or something like that. That itself shows how stigmatized we are, you know? Yeah. Right. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So if you lean towards one rather than the other, um, you have, whether it was intentional or unintentional, you have put that stigma on yourself. So kind of we want to talk about today how we can just kind of, 
you know, obviously if it it's not safe for you to be like, I have a panic breakdown, then I don't know. In a way, it should be safe. And businesses and places just have this, often have this idea when you are mentally ill, you can't be trusted. And that's the stigma. That's the destructive stigma that's around mental health. I know so many people that are depressed, anxious. They're just the most down-to-earth people. They're intellectually, uh, they're very smart, you know, and they're very intelligent. And um, it's just not fair. Over to Save the Tacos. Yeah, no, um, I wanted to highlight that because, you know, I think that, the shame that you know you were talking about like that self-imposed shame right like that shame that we are carrying that no one has said anything to us but we automatically feel ashamed you know I I want to also say that if you do feel that way like and I know I have felt that way these are the reason we feel that way is because for one of the many reasons you can feel that way is because of the unconscious messages that we get from mm. our families from our culture from our peers like some even in the media like I you know just the way that we throw around the world crazy or you know that's that's nuts like just our speech in itself stigmatizes mental health so I think there's unconscious messages that we're receiving and there's also conscious messages you know and going back to our culture like what do we learn from our family culture what do we learn from we were talking about even gender roles the other night about what roles are what do we receive what do we learn from men and women in our lives how do we how are we taught how men should deal with mental illness how should women deal with mental illness you know and i think even speaking to postpartum depression we don't even talk about postpartum depression i mean i don't know how many women i know in my life that i love who are amazing mothers have battled with postpartum depression and really it's often treated in the media and the news like, well, she's just a bad mother. And maybe that was a bad day. Maybe that was mental illness. That wasn't a depression that wasn't um, dealt with properly, or it wasn't, maybe she didn't feel safe to say something. Um, So even that shame of being a mom and not feeling good, not feeling present. And there's so many reasons why we, we take on the stigma. Mm. Wow. That's just so but just too bad. Yeah. You know? For example, like trigger alert here. I'm not really trigger alert, but just just a little bit of a story. I have thought of myself as such a weak person for so many years that I didn't take meds. People were like, "You should try meds. It'll make your life better." And I'm like, "No." You know, I'm stronger than that, you know? It took me so many years to actually just, you know, connect to a counselor or whatever and be like, you know, I I got a problem. I admit I got a problem. I need help. And the, the funny thing is I connect to Healer Haven. Shout out to Healer Haven, by the way. Yay! She's having a podcast right now with Jimmy. Her. Some of my favorite people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we love a Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, I just... What was she... She said, like, she is a practicing... Um, counselor right or therapist and she said for me to be able to to help other people i have to get that help for myself and that stuck with me for the that literally i'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it because if you don't take care of yourself you can't 
take care of others. And that stuck to me. Often we look up to therapists and we're like, wow, you have it together. But no, she she's getting help too. Yes. So I found yes. it so encouraging. Yeah, over to save the tacos. A side note about that is that also I have many therapy friends, therapist friends. And like, we, you know, they always talk about how we're all, they're all in this field for a reason, right? So <laughs> therapists become therapists for a reason as well, right? There's yeah. sensitivity to mental illness. But I wanted to talk about Absolutely. what you just mentioned about um, how we can't take care of other people if we're not taking care of ourselves. I know we mentioned the other night, I think we were talking about how that metaphor, the analogy of being on a plane. And, you know, when you're given the safety, the safety message at the beginning of your flight, you're told, that in the case of an emergency, you know, they teach you how to wear the um, the oxygen mask. But one thing that they always mention is that before you help anyone else with their mask, you should put your mask on first. They require it and recommend it. And there's a reason for that. If you're up and there's an, there's an emergency, how can you take care of your child? How can you take care of your spouse? How can you take care of anybody that you care about? Even someone you don't know. How can you be present? And be of of assistance when you have nothing to give, right? And I think that, you know, even just talking about as a person, I have always felt like I didn't realize it, but I learned from myself being in therapy. I learned about how my self-worth came from helping others. And when I felt like I wasn't needed, I was hurt. Like, what do you mean you don't need me? It was a rejection. I felt as if it was a rejection of me. That's, it's not actually, but I, I, I learned that somehow. Right. So I needed to learn that in order and being the eldest in my family, being the eldest in a Latino family, I learned that I took on this role of making sure that everyone was okay and being there, being the ambulance and rescuing everybody from their chaos. But I had to learn that first, if I'm going to be the sister that I want to be, the daughter that I want to be, I need to take care of me. Yeah, and if I don't take care of me, if I and also part of learning boundaries, right? We were talking about boundaries last night. If we don't take care of ourselves, we're never. We're also not letting the people we love learn to also take care of themselves and be there for themselves, be present. So it's a balance of taking care of you, so you can take care of others, and model what self care mm-hmm. is, what taking care of mental illness is. You know, I love when I love, I told, I said it last night, when I love people, I love them deeply and I'm there for them. Call me and I'm there in a second. But that's also, why, that's why you're my best stereo friend right there. Yes. It is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I had to learn that it was costing me my mental health. Mm. You know? And that's not, it's, it's not where I want to be. I love that. Thank you. Can I so, can I call you uh, Eve on here or or Yeah, that's fine. You can call yeah? me Eve, Eve right? Evelyn. Yeah. I, I've, Evelyn, okay. Yeah. I've called you Save the Tacos for so long now it's like what is your actual name? Are <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you German guy or Stefan? I was like this is yeah. weird. <laughs> German guy, Stefan, whatever. Yeah. Um so like what are some of the things maybe I'll ask or I'll speak to some of you guys in the audience. If you deal with anything um, mental health related, or if you have anything mental health related, if you don't, that's totally cool. You might have someone in the family who could find this very um, 
what's the right word I'm looking for? Like beneficial or beneficial. But what is something? Let us know right here, right now. What's on your mind? Let us know what you thought, what you think would be, um, what you find annoying about the stigma. What do you feel like should be different? I wanted to touch on one thing that I find found so annoying. For example, when I was in the middle of a really hard time in my life, when I was in the middle of a panic attack or um, just really depressed, when people would say, you just need to do this or that, you just need to get out of the house, you just need to think more positive, you just have to, you know, mm -hmm. stop thinking about it. Yes. Can you guys relate? You just yes. statements are so unhelpful because that person is not choosing to be where they're at in that in that time. And it's just not helpful. Here we go. It's just not helpful. <laughs> um, that, just, that word just is an instant, I don't know, it cute for me. It cues a message in my brain that this is not important and you're minimizing it. I should be minimizing how I'm feeling right now. What is happening is not important. And this person doesn't think that it's important. So maybe I'm crazy. You know, maybe I'm being dramatic. So, no, I can definitely under, I can definitely relate to that. Um, and, yeah, we'd love to hear the listeners and any of their thoughts or questions. Like, we love you guys. And we just appreciate you spending the time to listen, you know, and, and be here. Yeah. And don't be shy. Chime in. We're all just, you know, we're just down to earth people. We're all just chill. You know, at least save the tacos. This. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I know. Um, If you know me in the real world, personally, <laughs> you know that I'm not chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, if... Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. Um, and if you are a person who has someone in in their family who's uh, mentally has a has a condition, right? Um, what I want to say to you is that you don't have to understand that person because um, it may be hard to. You know, understand. you don't have to. It, it may be very hard to understand, and you know, I hate to say this, but whether you like it or not the person who suffers from it definitely doesn't like it at all. Mm. That's so you true. Know? And sometimes I get it. You know, sometimes it makes us feel uncomfortable, especially when it's something severe or, or it's, it's very obviously, like, obvious. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. I right. think what you said is so good. It's so true, right? Like, You don't have to understand because you know what? You may not understand, and but you, but please, we ask you, we urge you to have empathy. You know, empathy is, is saying, I don't understand, or maybe I don't agree, but you know what? I am putting myself in your shoes and I'm going to try to imagine what it could be like to be in your shoes, what it could be like to be. See the talk, you're, you're breaking up a tiny bit. Can you repeat that? Okay. No, that empathy Sorry. is... No, that's okay. Thank you for letting me know. Do you hear me better? Ah, it's cutting off once in a while. Oh, okay. How about now? Try again. 
Okay. <laughs> it's like, how about now? How about now? Um, yeah. But yeah, empathy, what you were saying about empathy is, or you were saying about understanding a loved one that has me- is dealing with a mental illness. Like maybe you're not, but what I will say is I urge you to have empathy for that person because empathy is saying, I may not understand or I may not agree even, but you know what? I'm going to take the time to see you, to acknowledge mm-hmm. you, and to try to put myself in your shoes and imagine uh, what it could save be the like. tacos. Sorry, you, you're breaking up like crazy. Ooh, we really sorry. want to hear what you have to say. Uh, maybe try coming closer to the mic or something, because sometimes if it's too quiet, it cuts out. Can you guys hear us all right? Make, make sure you let us know if um, you can't hear us, because we don't want to be talking to the wall. <laughs> Is this better? Yes. Okay, I think it's because my charger's in. I think I may need to not, you know, not do that. Um, but yeah, no, I was just talking about the power of empathy and putting your, trying to think about what it is, what it's like to be in that position, what it's like to experience what your rel- what your loved one is experiencing, you know? Yeah. I've only had a couple panic attacks in my life and they were truly terrifying, like truly, truly terrifying. And I don't, I don't know what it's like to live with that on a daily basis, but I'm like, you know, but German guy, I have empathy for you. And I really, you know, I'm here. Yeah, man, it's not easy. Thank you. I, I do, I do, I do um, take medication. So that makes it a lot easier. Mm. Um, you know, in a way, this sounds bad, but in a way I've learned to be grateful for it just yes. because I have, I have been forced to learn how to um, deal with the emotional distress in a healthy way, not addictive person, like not addictive things that uh, I used to be, it used to drive me to addiction too. That's a whole nother story. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I feel blessed that I was able to go through it, came, came coming out of the other, and then you can help other people. You can talk about experience, your experience and, um, yeah, but thank you so yeah. much for um, for that. Yeah, so um, I think one, you were talking about just statements, right? Like, can't you just get out of the house? Can't you just get over it? You know, can't you just... Just real quick, she said, um, she said, you just statements. I'm just repeating it because you were breaking, breaking oh, up here again. I'm sorry. How about now? Is this better? No. We'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh man. It'll be fine. I think I'll have you take over while I check God, o- please check bless this TV. channel so we can like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why don't you take over? I'm just gonna see what's going on with my mic. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Hey, thank you so much for chiming in, everybody. Um just quick shout out to Divine Femme, Frumpy Glitter. Sheriff Bernardo, local dad, Supsi. And by the way, thank you for sharing. Um, I, I, I see a couple of shares here. Yes. So I see a couple I really, of really, 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 really appreciate it. I see some people oh, I know awesome. out of stereo. I might have a few friends here, but they probably send, change their... Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, but I just want to send some love to Supsi for checking in. I love, love, love. I've known Supsi since I was 17. 31 it's been like 14 years that's my girl we go all the way back to college (laughs) and my sister sheriff (laughs) winardo 
Oh, we have a message. Nice. All right, what's on your mind? I actually have a mental illness, and it's very difficult to live day by day and do normal things. I know that medication uh, helps, but some of the symptoms from the medication, sometimes they're, they're not always nice. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of torn when I have, like, really high highs and super low lows. Wow, that is such a great point. Um, I think that's such a great point about sometimes, like, we can get past the stigma of medication because I definitely think there's a stigma around medication. Um, but really, like... Yeah, real quick, with... Save the Tacos. Had, mm-hmm. Did you hear the whole thing? Yes, I did. So, um, well, uh, Divine Femme, she was talking about how, um, you know, she also is, you know living with mental illness and how, um, you know, people always recommend medication, but one of the problems that she's having or one of the challenges is that there are side effects. Ooh, I don't know if anyone else can hear us. It looks like a um, German guy might be having, can you hear me? Ooh. Jason, Hello? are you downloading anything? No. Uh, all right. No, I'm um, asking my brother. Okay. Oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think my internet connection it's my internet connection okay um, so Crystal Femme so she was talking about how one of the challenges with medication is the um, the side effects and how it's kind of you're really trying to balance you know I guess I need medication but also it's a legitimate concern around side effects and you know and I just encourage you um, you know thank you so much for sharing and like commenting i just want to encourage you to just continue have that discussion with your doctor obviously you know we're not professionals but i will say that like you know i've worked with individuals who have you know um chronic mental illness for many years and one of the things i will say is that and you know and having depression i also take medication and i have to say i don't have any symptoms thankfully and the difference of what i will say is that medication isn't going to make you completely feel better anyways right and not that I don't I didn't get that impression from you but that is something to note that medication doesn't automatically make you feel better and medication helps you cope with every day but the way that we live with health and abundance and with peace is really through the other things we do to take care of ourselves you know so what we do can I interrupt you for a second yeah please do my Wi-Fi, like I, it's going cuckoo here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Do you, um, um, like every five seconds, you're cutting out. Oh man. Um, we can restart. So just if you give want. me a second here. Okay. Um. If I so, can't figure it out, we'll just restart it. Sorry, you guys. This is yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um. So I think you know with. I hope you guys can continue to hear me, but um, one of the things that I found with just statements, you know, what um, Stefan was mentioning, German guy was mentioning about just statements is I know that my experience with mental health, with mental illness is, you know, I have depression and I feel so great. You know, I'm on the right regimen. I love my therapist. I really just, I'm in such a good place with my depression. But one thing I will say is that, um, I I have to take care of myself every day. Like I need to check in with myself, see how I'm feeling. Um, 
And, you know, growing up in a, I grew up, you know, like I mentioned, I'm Puerto Rican. Um, I grew up in a very, very religious house, very Christian home. And although they taught me so many wonderful morals and so many great lessons. And to this day, you know, like I just have so much faith, you know, the way one of my coping skills is my faith, right, is my spirituality. But one thing that I learned from the way that I was raised, right, the way that mental health was spoken about in the churches that I grew up in is that, you know, you just need to pray. And if you just pray, God is going to just immediately heal you and fix you. And, you know, and that often the focus was on your hand, you're struggling with mental illness because you don't have enough faith. Ugh, those messages felt like stabs in my heart. It hurt so much that because it made me the it made me the problem. I was a problem. And the reason I'm suffering, the reason I'm depressed is because I just don't have enough faith or I just don't believe enough or I'm just not praying enough and and I, I bring all that up to talk about that we learn these messages of stigma from right. different ways, right? And so I one one thing I would like to say is that I'm really happy to see how so many communities of faith, like in Christianity and Islam and Judaism and so many others are focusing on shifting that attitude around mental illness and that there's no, that on top of, that mental health is a real thing, right? It's not your, it's, maybe it's because of your chemicals. Maybe it's because of experiences that you've had, you know, awful experiences that you've had and you've survived. There's so many reasons. And, you know, what, you know, German guy was saying about avoiding those just statements are really powerful. You know, so once I realized that, no, I do have enough faith. And no, I do have prayer, but I'm still struggling with mental illness. And you know what? That's yeah. okay. It's okay. That's totally okay. Oh, by the way, can you hear me loud and clear now? Yes, you're so good. Okay. Oh, sweet. I hope it doesn't happen again. I'm but glad talking we about... didn't lose you. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I miss something good? Obviously. But, I mean, yeah. anytime we're talking, it's good. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. Okay, Lo, but you were talking about depression. And yeah, so I, I feel like, and, and when it comes to the Bible and stuff, I just love how David, for example, when you listen to some of or read some of, some of his psalms, you could safely right. assume that he was depressed just because of just the emotional torment that he was expressing yeah. in, in the psalms. So... If we take that darkness, we take that depression, you know, and do something good with it. If you're non-Christian, meditate. If you're Christian, pray to God, you know, give him all the the hurts. Lay, lay it down at the cross, I like to say, you know, um, and use it for, for something good. It doesn't have to, you don't have to add self-condemnation on top yeah. of that. Agreed. And I think what, that's one of the things that I really, I actually was listening to a podcast you were doing with one of our friends, Philosophy, and you started the session, the podcast with mindfulness. And, oh, like once I discovered that I could use mindfulness in my life, and I'm still learning how to use mindfulness exercises like breathing. And, well, but first of all, I think mindfulness is an attitude and a way of looking at life. And there are practices we can apply in our life and focusing on the here and now and not one, one thing that really helped me lose the stigma around my depression was that 
I first acknowledged that I was feeling this way, that I was having a hard time. And I acknowledged it. And I didn't, I didn't shame that feeling. I didn't get angry at myself for having that, you know, like, it was like a year and a half ago that I could not, I had just had such a wonderful time. So many wonderful things were starting in my life. I sold my house. I started grad school and I spent maybe a month and a half just on my couch and I could not move. And I just would cry and just say like, I just wish I didn't have to be me. Right. Like I just didn't, I didn't want to hurt myself. I just didn't want to be me. I wanted to crawl Mm. under a rock and never come out. And I couldn't explain why I felt that way. And I'm so glad that I had people around me saying, I love you. you." And how Mm -hmm. good it feels when you are in, in those dark moments, when you just have someone come by and say, and and just give you hugs and show you empathy and show you love and say, it's okay. You can, you're allowed to feel this way now versus, you know, for example, what we talked about, the you just statements, you can, you know, um, people can either pull you up, you know, and they can drag you or push you down too. And that's why at some point we have discussed also the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded and people who are going to lift you up. And when it comes to mental health, that is something we overlook. Sometimes we need, we, we try to find acceptance from people who who are not even close to to accepting us and we run to those people and that's another topic but it's interesting Mm -hmm. why we do that why don't we go to the people that we know they're going to show us so much love they're going to even cry with us you know if 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 that needs to be done um like we have so many good people around us that are willing to have an open ear and just because something someone said something bad or you know, kick you in the dirt for having some kind of mental illness, you know, get them, if they don't understand, get them out of your life. As harsh as it sounds, you don't need that, you know, for healing. You don't need that at all. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, I don't want fair weather friends. You know, I don't want Mm -hmm. friends who are there when I'm doing, only when I'm doing great. You know, Um, I want friends that are there through, through the thick and the thin. And I think part of that too is reaching out when you're feeling mm-hmm. this way, when you're, when you're, you're really struggling. Mm. Uh, that brings up another good question. When you know somebody, somebody, my German just came up like a lot. When <laughs> you know someone who you know is struggling, they can open up to you. Don't uh, maybe expect it from them, but sometimes it's actually better for your loved one to connect to someone they don't know, you know? Yes, I agree. <laughs> because Definitely. then they can open up more. But since we contribute you. for their well-being, <laughs> okay. how can, yeah. and maybe that's a question for the audience as well, how can we contribute to people suffering with mental illnesses? How can we contribute to their well-being? Uh, uh, feel free to send in your, your comment here. We'd love to hear what even, you have to say. And I would say even if um, you're not sure, but maybe you can give us a time when someone met you exactly where you were and mm. just showed you that empathy, right? Like just right. maybe they didn't say anything, but maybe they were just with you. Cause I, I can, I can name so many people 
that didn't try to fix it for me. I didn't need anyone to fix my depression. I don't need anyone to fix my depression. You know, I know that I'm going to be okay. Ultimately, I know that I'm going to be okay. Mm. But sometimes I just need you to sit with me and be with me. You know, I need someone to sit with me and be with me. Sometimes that's the most healing. Uh, Amen. And just know that next time someone tries to put stigmatize you for for having or for feeling something um just it, it's helpful first of all forgive them have a forgiving attitude as hard as it might be because that's love is going to diffuse any any um hate or or bitterness you know love is so powerful but yes, just know her. that often when people say nasty stuff they are insecure you know they don't want they deflect here's a powerful thing that i learned is like they don't want you to realize that they have insecurities too they might even have a mental illness too yeah but they want to they want to show that they're strong um because i have assumption that like if you have a mental illness you are so strong and you're even stronger yeah, if you are opening up about it and talk to people that takes a brave person to do that. Really we does. have three messages coming yes. in. Let's see what's on your mind. Here we go. I think a way we can contribute to their well-being is being there for them, no matter what the circumstance mm-hmm. may be. Earlier, I said I had mental illness. I suffer from bipolar depression, uh, manic depression, and I have ADHD as well. But for someone like me, when I'm like really, like really down, all I want is just someone to listen to me, mm-hmm. you know, with no judgment. Because I know sometimes I could be my own worst enemy, but I also think that we could help them, check in on them. And I know to some people, they're like, oh, well, they'll get over it. But, you know, some people really need help. Yeah. And it's always nice to have someone there, you know, not no judgment, help you and understand you, hear you out, you know. Totally. I completely agree. Completely agree. And that um when, when we get through the message, if you want, I have I have a story that I wanna share. All right. I'll I'll uh, I wanna quickly share a thought that I what I was thinking while she shared that. Um you know, sometimes I feel like people who don't know what you who can't relate to you, they feel this urge to like say something that's gonna make it all go away. You know, yeah, because they love you, it, right? But sometimes it's not what you need. Like example, for example, picture a friend. You picture your best friend, and you're having a hard day. Let's try to, for assume that there is no mental health stuff. You're just having a bad day. Your friend said something nasty. Whatever it is, you sometimes just want your friend to be present with you. Even if it means them not saying anything, you you just want to feel their presence and feel their empathy towards you because nonverbals we communicate uh, through a nonverbals seventy percent, thirty percent is actually just the words, mm-hmm. and we will feel it. We are sensitive. At the end of the day, we are all more alike than we are different, and we will feel the energy that someone else brings. So if you just have the energy of, I'm here for you, you know. If you want to talk, we can talk. If you want to be quiet, we can be quiet. That is the sometimes the best thing you can do. Yes, I agree. I think it's really important not to silver line um, their situations and pains yes. when you truly want to become a supporter. 
because yes. sometimes um just trying so hard to make you know your loved one feel better it's so easy to fall into the line of oh at least you know you're not going through this or oh at least you know you are not doing this and um mm. i i i hear the good intention but i think sometimes right. that also um stigmatize you know mental illness and also um doesn't really help in the end i um want to just shout out susie for being here i love you so much girl and i 100% agree with what you said i don't need you to fix it for me i just need you to listen my um my therapist told me <laughs> she said sometimes we need to tell people we need to say hey do you need me to listen or do you want me to help you and is this a fixing or is this a listening and that wow that releases the burden on me because sometimes I don't know what to say to someone right like you have so much pain and wow I love you so sometimes it's like I it just even saying that out loud do you need me to just listen or do you need me to help you fix it that relieves the pressure on everyone I totally agree while um, thinking about the good things that you have in your life um are super helpful and super helpful to like bring you back down it is not help, always helpful to tell the person uh, it's pretty much a you just statement as well in in a way mm -hmm. because you're telling the person if you just think positive then it'll go away yes there might be some truth to that but when you're in this for example if you look at someone who's grieving no matter what you say you know it'll make it will make it go away sorry um uh, they just need a hug they just need someone there to tell you um it's okay and i totally i love the conversation that's coming out of this guys thank you yeah. so much for being here your message we will play your message real soon but we also want to make sure we touch on these things and don't rush over them so just stick around and we will respond to your message right away thank you for your patience hey i don't know if this is working but um being a former military, I get to um, mm. see the mental health aspect from uh, kind of like the worst side that you can get it. And yeah, no, it's it's definitely hard to um, explain to people, you know, why they get it or how to deal with it. Being out for so long, I've been able to learn how to deal with the, the world outside of the military, but... I have friends that are just now getting out and I've had to explain when they uh, had issues come up that nobody understood like you know what was really going on and it kind of kind of broke my heart a little bit that mm -hmm. uh, you know that mental health is such a new thing that nobody knows what it is or how to uh, work with somebody that has it. Um, Frumpy Glitter I First of all, I love your name, <laughs> but I want to thank you for your service. And I know I don't know if that's okay for me to say, but thank you for your service. And you just brought up such a great point. And I think part of stigma and mental health is that it's just the lack of awareness, right? Like, I don't think my personal opinion, I think that soldiers, we expect soldiers to be strong and to be brave and to be courageous and they are all those things 
but we're not comfortable with also acknowledging as a society that our soldiers are suffering and we don't give them the room to suffer and like you're still a man you're still a woman you're still a soldier you're still a badass but like you're i love that word which one badass yeah (laughs) (laughs) keep going I just remember those German words you've taught me so far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like you're still so, you're still all those things. And you're dealing with post-traumatic stress or you're dealing with depression or, and just even, just even if it's not that, but just adjusting to life as a civilian. I can't even imagine. I have family members who served in the military and what is required of you to be a soldier is completely opposite of <laughs> So many times of what it's required to be a civilian, right? You know, just, yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that. That is so true. Just know so, here you always have a safe place. We often talk or always talk um, about this. By the way, show Save the Taco some love by following her. She has um, her own podcast going on. If you want, you can follow this German guy right here too. You know, if you like this kind of content, we'll make sure um, to keep touching up on issues that are important. Also, if you find some of the stuff important and you want to host a show with us, feel free to yeah. um, follow us on Instagram, message us, and we can set something up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Going to the next message. So, uh, do any of you guys want anything from uh, Anne Frank's bakery? We got some gas. Yeah. Well, anyways, we're not about that. So. Yeah. I would love some donuts right about now, but I am make I'm on a diet, so I can't have that. But thank you so much for your offer, man. Thank you. I've been having a really bad day lately, or days, I should say, because every day that I wake up, my mom comes into my room and she throws stuff at me and. Uh. She'll, she'll tell me, why don't you go and fucking clean up your room, you dumb little asshole? And I, I, I just don't. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with that. Um, I hope your day goes better. I hope, um, I hope that we gave you some tips that you can use. Just remember that it's not, don't give yourself a hard time when people treat you like that. Um, because it's not all on your yard, you know. Don't take it too personal. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, man. It that's that sounds tough. All right, next message. So, um, you know, like with the whole fact about talking about the Holocaust, and you, I see your. Oh, did you did you press? Oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. Shoot. I am so sorry. Yeah, if you don't, don't we didn't, didn't cut you off there. It. We kind of knew at this too, so if you want to send that in again, we yeah, apologize so sorry for that. about that. But I want to give you guys, um, I'm going to take a real quick water break because um, my throat <laughs> is a little bit dry, you know, and um, I'll be right back. I don't know if you want to drink something, but I'll be right back. <laughs> so, yeah, um... Yeah, so German guy and I met because we were having conversations. I walked in on one of his live conversations with a guy named Gmork, if Gmork is out there. And they were talking about tacos and setting up a taco truck in Germany. And I 
I love tacos clearly by my name. So <laughs> I wanted, I just wanted to explain why my name is Save the Tacos. <laughs> Let's see, we have another message. Hey, German guy. Yeah, no, uh, I definitely follow you uh, here and I followed uh, Save the Tacos, but uh, I don't know if you remember me, but it's Jeff from uh, the cell that you used to go to at, uh, I think his name is Matt. I don't remember, but here in Steinbeck. But, uh, yeah, no, um, I, I do have to admit that in the past, I was I was definitely bad for people that had mental health issues because, uh, you know, I was raised old school Mennonite, you know, that, oh, that's that's just, that's that's in your head, that's, that's where it needs to stay. And I, I used to make fun of people and stuff like that, and I didn't believe in it, right? And then I got married, and, and I, my wife had or has uh, depression and suffers with that and anxiety and stuff. And that, and at the time I didn't believe in it. And like I said, I, I made fun of and everything. And then I, I ended up having a whole bunch of issues hit me from the military and. Um... Yeah, from people I think you got cut off at the end. All right, I'm back. Oh, sorry, so I didn't mean to cut oh. you off. No, you're okay. Frumpy Glitter was talking about. Um, I guess he knows you from your hometown. Um, I don't. So he was just talking about um, how he used to mock people because of their mental illness. You know, just growing up in an old school Mennonite family, right. and how um, he really didn't have to encounter, you know, confront those beliefs until he himself was a soldier and a veteran and his own you know his wife was dealing with depression and anxiety so that his mind just changed about mental illness I, i'm not sure if oh, wow. this is him that left the last message though so you said he's from my hometown i think so let's see i'm gonna press play on oh that. welcome here yeah and it's giving me a, a um like a, like i said like i got had a bunch of issues out of it then I got diagnosed with PTSD from the military and now like it's hit me harder than anything to learn the hard way that, you know, it is real. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's very real. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and from people that are, um, I think you're so brave for just even just talking about that, about what your experience was before and what it is now. And, um, you know, I definitely hope you, and it doesn't sound like it, but I just really want to tell you not to beat yourself up for, your beliefs changing i mean that's real growth right like mm -hmm. i think changing your beliefs on something that's growth right like if you realize that your beliefs on things were not accurate or you know and and now they're different wow like i can you, definitely man? relate to that too um i have i've got depression and stuff pretty early you know but before that mm -hmm. i used to actually I, I relate to you um, here. I'm going to actually attempt to say your name. Frumpy Glitter. Yeah. Yes, he said he was from Steinbeck. I don't know oh, if cool. that means anything. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But anyways, I, I use, I'm in the same boat. Like when I got depression, it was just like a switch go off in my brain. And you, you don't feel the same ever again. And you just notice something is wrong. I wish that I would have gotten help sooner. But until then, I had no idea... Uh, what it might feel like to have a, con a mental health uh, condition or, you know, or illness until I had it myself. So it's unfortunate, you know, that we often don't believe others until we experience it ourselves. But it's still too bad. Like, 
I, I just, I still wish that I wouldn't have learned it that way. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I learned, I got it because I didn't get it before. That's not true either. Yeah. Um, but it's just, yeah. But when you hear someone who's hurting, you're hurting too. You get it. You don't need no words, you know, to explain to you what it is. You just get it. And um, in the future, I, I'm just going to real quick encourage you to. Um, I don't know how long you've been dealing with it. I don't know if you've gotten over it or not. I just know you're from Steinbach, and I just appreciate you tuning in. Um, that at some Shout point, and you probably, <laughs> yeah, and you probably already have, but the cool thing is, the one cool thing about going through a hard time, even though it might feel really dumb, and it is dumb, but you can at some point help other people who are going through a hard time. And uh, so it's kind of a bittersweet, you know, it's a, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, it's so true. It really is bittersweet because, um, you know, on one hand, you're like, wow, I really wish I didn't have to deal with this. But <laughs> at the same time, I think it's so powerful, um, you know, as a man, as a veteran, to just be like, that's not a conversation we have often. We don't have enough. And I think right. you sharing that, I think just being an example of a person who was, is bravely managing your mental illness every single day and and you're still you're still all the things associated with a soldier you know so mm. yeah thank you Amen. All right, we got another message here what's on your mind yeah my name is uh my name is Jeff, but no i'm uh my name is jeff uh petco like um yeah me and me and him went to the same cell for a while okay cool cool well, well, it's um, good to see see some locals on here from my hometown, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I I was hoping for the best. This is my first um my first host, you know. This is my first podcast. I was a little bit nervous just yeah. because like I might have some people that I know, but I don't regret it. I I just feel so grateful you're on here. Uh maybe we can go for a coffee in the future and talk about this stuff, you know. My goodness, I also just want to say that um, frumpy glitter. It was. I was just like, that's an interesting accent. And now that you say you're from Canada, I'm like, shout out to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Our friendly brothers and sisters from the north. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what is something else that you guys want us to touch on? Is there something else? What is your experience with the stigma of mental health? Don't be shy. Let us know. Let us know what's on your mind. Yeah, um, I wanted to touch on a little bit about um, the connection between mental health and addiction. And um, oh, oh, we have a message, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. And again, like I just want to give a little trigger warning. Like if it's difficult to listen to, please, please, please don't listen. We want you to feel good and feel safe. But yeah, at the same time, real quick, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you and i'm sorry for mm-hmm. it but often when i hear the word trigger warning i just know like i have to be prepared for it so i can mentally pre- prepare myself for it yes. and then yeah. it's, it's all right yeah i keep going yeah. sorry definitely but i think in the meantime let's listen to that message all righty well i'm guessing uh save the tacos is not uh from canada i'm not from canada although i can't wait to visit your country 
Um, I am from the U.S. I live like an hour north of New York City. Yeah. So no, I I was telling German guy that I'm like yeah, I I always talk about how close Canada is, and I still haven't been because I think I take for granted that. It's really close. I can I can go there in a second. And now with COVID, I can't go to Canada. <laughs> uh, you definitely have to visit us at, at some point. That would be great. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm going to play the next message. What's on your mind? Currently going through a serious depression right now. I'm sorry. Don't know what to do. I've gone through it before. Mm. I kind of just pulled myself out of it. Everything that I tried to do. From speaking to people professionally, going on medication, none of mm-hmm. that really helped. This time around, I'm just kind of lost. Yeah. To the yeah. point where I'm asking random people on a podcast. That's totally good. That's totally if fine. you guys have gone through depression, what did you guys do? Because mm-hmm. for me, nothing seems to work. You know, can I, should I start with answering or? Yeah, first I just want to say Batuasai, like, I don't know if I said your name right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for reaching out. And the first thing I will say is don't stop trying. Don't stop trying. And yes, you know, um, I don't know if German guy, if you want to go first, but. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, the ugly truth sometimes is that you can't do anything about it. And sometimes just being aware of it helps a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily make it all easier. If I look back, I can, we can go into some of the methods of what, what is helpful um, right away. Um, yeah, just one sec. My mom is coming in giving me something. Um, <laughs> so, but first of all, I just want to say that, please, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is um, don't beat yourself up. That's really the first thing that came to my mind. And sometimes it's all about seasons, right? You have a dark season. And there was a time when I was literally trying to think myself out of a depression. And then I got out of the depression. And then I tried to, you know, give myself credit for it. But the reality is God, God gets the credit for it when you get out. Well, what I can do for you, if, if you don't mind, I can pray for you. I will think about you in my prayers and make, you know, Ask God if he can, uh, you know, heal you and, and make that burden a little bit lighter. Um, I can't say um, what you're doing right now is really the first step. You're reaching out and you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm hey. depressed. I'm this and that. And I want to just give you a big star for that. And mm-hmm. say the tacos is going to give you another star for that. So you have two stars, one from the German guy, one from Save the Tacos, because that's huge. That's a huge, huge step. Another thing that we talk about sometimes, I'll let you go right away, save the tacos. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I get so excited. Is, is, yeah, I know. I, and, you, and you don't want to forget then. I get that. But no, breathing good. exercises. Look up breathing exercises on the internet. Um, that sometimes just helps you to just be more present and mindful. Not sometimes, always. But I guess it's hard when you're in the middle of it to remember. But yeah, just making it an... Um, habit i guess or building that habit of 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 remembering that you can breathe slowly and deeply breathing we forget sometimes how powerful breathing is yeah. and when i i went to a therapist before and us and when the therapist mentioned that to me i was like are you serious right now are you even listening to me breathing <laughs> come on come on now but yes uh it's very very 
um, helpful. So over to save the tacos. Yeah. So first, I so like I said, you know, thank you for being honest. Thank you for reaching out. And the first thing I will say, and I know that this is not your first time around because you're saying I can hear it in your voice, you know, how mm. heavy this burden is. And, you know, listen, my heart goes out to you and I'm, you know, I'm with you in your pain. So what I want to say is first, you know, make sure that you know who to reach out in case of an emergency or you're really exhausted or you need someone to talk to. But first I will say, I know you've tried therapists. I say that I really think that therapists are like going on a first date. You have to be picky. Like you can sit with someone mm. for an hour of coffee or drinks or dinner and realize like, hey, I don't think I want to pursue this relationship. This is a nice person, but not for me. It is absolutely the same with a therapist. I'm going to school to be a therapist. And I have to tell you, I've had to change therapists because they're great. They're nice. They're kind, whatever. But they're not the one for me. So I've had to do that. And there's no, so first, you know, if you can just, you know, I know it's not easy and if you, um, but see if you can find a therapist, someone, because even if you feel like you have nothing to talk about at therapy one day, just the fact that you showed up for yourself, like I'm here because I need to do this for me. I need to take care of me. You know, second, I completely agree with uh, medication management, like getting medication if it's, you know. It's works for a lot of people. And sometimes, unfortunately, the first medicine, the first regimen doesn't work, you know? Definitely, sometimes it has to be changed, has to be altered. But third, I will say that, um, you know, like, like German guy mentioned, breathing exercises, mindfulness. But above all else, I really think it's important to first to remember that it's not always going to be like this. I think that when we're in depression, like I, when you were asking if we've been through depression, I have. Like a year and a half ago, I went through one and a half, two months. But if honestly, it was longer. But the, the deepest part of it, I couldn't get out of my couch. I'd come home, take off my coat, put on my backpack, throw my keys on the floor, and just lay down. And just cry and sob because I'm like, why can't I feel better? And then there's the thoughts of like, well, you know, you just don't have enough faith or, oh, you know, you just need to lose the weight or, oh, you know, you're always going to be like this. You're so stupid. Why do you feel this way? Just the negative thoughts going over and over and over again. And I just encourage you, the one thing that even though I take medication and even though I see my therapist, I always, you cannot do this with just medication and therapy. You have to find a reason to be grateful. And it may be hard, but I encourage you to find something that gives you a reason, a purpose for being here. And even if you don't know what the purpose is, I promise you that you will find it. And I, I just want to encourage you to keep trying. Do not stop. Keep trying because you're so worth it. You're so worth it and you so deserve it. One, yeah, one thing I want, to, I want to jump in right here, right here real quick and say... Um, sometimes, even if you have no light inside, if, if you're like... I feel like this is going to go for, on forever. You know, I've been in this forever. I just really... And you know it's, what's especially hard? If you have been in and out, that can be so freaking hard. Yeah. I'm sorry for the freaking... So but it can be so hard because you're like almost scared. Am I going to get back into it when I'm feeling better? You know? And I, I, I will promise you one thing. I will pray for you because... 
honestly, right now, that's all I can do. But I really hope that you can feel that, you know, feel that I'm genuine. And and believe me when I say that I pray for you. Because sometimes just knowing that someone, that, that someone yeah. cares about you, you know, you're not, you're, you're not, not alone. alone. You're not alone. Yeah. That's that's big. That's huge. And and about to say, I want to just say, I don't know if I'm saying your name right. I'm sorry. My our, um, my Instagram is attached to this account, and I just want to say, like, if you have trouble finding a provider, like, you know, there's all types of places that, um, you know, please don't let money or anything ever be an obstacle. But yes, like, don't give up. And like German guy said, like, dude, you're in my prayers too. Like, I'm thinking about you, and you know. Mm. Please, you know, keep reaching out, even though I know it's not easy. And if any of you guys want to talk, just know I'm here to talk. I'm not, I'm not a replacement. Like I said, I have to do that disclaimer. Unfortunately, I'm sorry if that makes me sound, um, <laughs> but uh, I just have to. And and um, yeah, I'm I'm down to go for coffee when I have time, or just listen you out. You can send me a voice message on Instagram, or um, yeah, that's um, all ears, man. And again, I'm sorry you have to deal with that. That must be tough. All right. Going to the next messages here. Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. Um, here we go. So I don't mean to like backtrack, but I think it was Supsy that said something that was like kind of stuck out to me how she said the like, oh, at least. And I feel like you guys were talking about like the just statements, like, you know, just do this or whatnot. And the at least thing is like it's whole it's like its own separate statement and i feel like that mm. you know like i, I don't know if this is what she meant by it but i feel like uh people with like mental health some people at least kind of deal with like this guilt sort of like thinking oh at least mine isn't as bad as this or you know it could have been as bad as someone else's but we each kind of deal with our own experiences um and so, you know, I feel like, at least for me, it's kind of like right. guilty saying, like, oh, like, I have depression and anxiety when, like, people have, you know, even worse experiences than, you know, I do. Yeah. Yes, that is so true. Shout out to yeah. Sheriff Bernardo, my sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks um, for mentioning it. I, I have, yeah. I feel like I haven't been fully, ex I didn't fully explain it, but we can, uh, we can touch on that a little bit more for sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what she was saying about you know, seeing well, at least, you know, it's so true. Like you're just beating yourself up. Like, so what if it's not as bad as the other person? Your feelings are still valid. You yeah. know, it's almost like that person is diminishing what you're feeling by comparing you to other people. Yeah. And I think what she was saying too, is that we even do it to ourselves too. Yeah, for sure. Huh. I need to look into this more. I haven't actually, I wish I was more prepared to answer this. But that was a, such a good point. We do that yes. comparison game all the time. We're like, at least we're not like that person, or at least you know, um, at least we are over that hurdle. And um, I hope you can touch on that a little bit more than me. Save the tackles. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, save this German guy out here. Out. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you want me to talk about it now or later? Whatever you prefer. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, um, I know that for me, I struggle with those. Well, at least it's not that bad. And because you want to be, you know, you it's you want to be keep your life in perspective, right? Like, and I get that feeling completely. But something I've had to learn is that, yes, thankfully, it's not as bad as 
what this person is struggling with. But what I feel is still so real to me and it's still so valid. And I, why, why put, um, why limit myself with that? You know, why tell myself what, what you're saying to yourself when I say, well, at least I'm not, this is not happening or at least it's not that bad. You're saying, you're almost minimizing your own feelings. And I just yeah. want to encourage you not to minimize them. They're real. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, from my own personal experience, I might be super off topic here, but I'm just speaking from my own uh, experience. When I have said, oh, at least it's almost like it gave me a reason not to keep pushing through. Yeah. So like just to give up, you know, don't give mm-hmm. up. It, yeah. I agree. I agree. All right, we have another caller here. What's on your mind? Did you say anything, everything that you wanted to say about that, uh, say the tacos? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All righty. Okay, yeah. No, no, I uh, I did my military service with the Marine Corps. So, um, yeah, no, uh, I uh, I didn't. The, the, the people I'm helping now, they are, they are Canadian veterans. And, um, yeah, no, it's... It's it's definitely been a good learning curve because, wow. uh, like for instance, I'm not going to give any names, but the the guy flipped out, and I mean it was it was bad, and you know, and nobody knew what was going on. They just asked a simple question, and I had to uh, you know tell them that hey, you know, with with PTSD or any kind of mental health thing, um, a, a simple question can be tied to a bad memory or a, or a yeah. bad feel, and that that's what sets it off. So for them not to take it personally. So like if you're with somebody that is uh, having that, like don't feel bad that, hey, you know, mm. if it was just a simple question, it was innocent, you didn't know. Right. Oh, so much wisdom right there. I love it. So many of these comments. Oh, you guys, thank you. I, I, I look forward to having you on more of our um, podcasts there. Yes, um, I agree. Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to come in here you know, to feeling safe with us. That just gives me such a good feeling that you feel safe with us to um, contribute here. So I just love it. I love it. I love it. But yes. So um, if you like this kind of content, like I said before already, um, follow us and your phone will just automatically give you a, a notification that we're going live. Um, I don't know when Save the Tacos is going live again. I'm going live tomorrow, I believe. And we talk about very similar stuff. So feel free to check that out if you like this. We're going to talk about, um, you know, um, what were we going to talk about? What was the title? Okay, well, give me a second. I'm going to check <laughs> I was just reading story. it. It's something about self-compassion, self-compassion. and human <laughs> kindness. Yes. So I don't have a scheduled um, podcast just yet because a German guy has been a little bit of my mentor so far. But um, so the wheels have been turning. So I actually have a couple people I've already reached out to. And, um, you know, I always want to talk about mental illness. And I think it comes down to everything. But some of our my uh, podcast will be a little bit lighter. I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to do a series on relationships, relationships of all kinds, married people, divorced people, widowed, single, young, newlyweds, um, 
just what what is the good I want to do a series on love and what that looks like so what that also means is that I'm going to have some of my best friends on and we're going to talk about our friendships and I'm going to have a couple of clinicians come on a couple therapists and just talk about different things so I will definitely let you guys know when I'm going to go live and just so you know my Instagram and German guys Instagrams are linked on our account so you can follow us on our Instagrams too and there we'll be posting some information about our um, our podcast episodes coming up so feel yeah. free to follow and see the tacos don't don't forget to invite me I'd like to be there Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, German guy getting uh, getting neglected here, jealous here. No nah, man, you're you're always my teacher. Like, <laughs> oh, I just like, love it. You know what? You teach me so up. many things too. I'm gonna ref I'm gonna deflect that praise right to you because um, without you, this wouldn't be possible. You know. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you. I can't believe that. I can't believe it feels like a long time ago already. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? It's only been a week. I know. <laughs> We've been facing so many fears, and I just, I love it. Yeah, But yeah, awesome. thank you for everyone chiming in. Whoop, whoop. We have a next message here. What's on your mind? Yeah, no, I, but uh, I would definitely be glad to uh, talk or discuss or, you know, podcast or you know whatever you kids are calling it these days you know and chat because yeah no and I'm sorry I keep mentioning the whole you know military thing it's no it's we just, love it from what I've seen so far you know we're the ones that always get tossed in the back of the line mm -hmm. so you know that's a discussion for a different time but no mental health is mental health and you know it's sad like like a German guy said you know Daniel was depressed and mm -hmm. you know um I mean, David, sorry, yeah, he said David. And Daniel, man, I can't imagine how depressed that guy must have yes. been, you know, being turned into a slave and being forced to become a, become a eunuch. And here we are in 2021, and, oh, mental health, uh, that's 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 a tough subject. Let's stay away from it. But, no, I'd mm. definitely love to uh, come talk with you guys. Wow. Definitely. Lots of love, man. Yeah, you mentioned something from people later about um, being, you know, being a Canadian veteran. I don't know what and how veterans are often tossed aside. I don't know what it's like in Canada, but, you know, especially with, you know, my, my country's involvement in the Middle East, right? Like, there's so many soldiers that have done active duty for so long. We didn't, right? They were just, you know, protecting us in our bases and around the world. But what I want to say to that is that one thing that we it gets neglected in my own country is i think we we love celebrating soldiers and thank you for your service and we put yellow ribbons on our cars and our houses i don't know if you guys do that in canada but we put yellow ribbons you know because they're in our hearts we're thinking about veterans but i have to tell you you know <clears throat> sorry in my own work and just in the news and talking to veterans you just see how we neglect veterans And we only want to see that one side, right? We only want to see the beautiful videos of soldiers mm. coming home to their children and to their families. And they're strong and they're big and they're, you know, bold. But it's like we don't like to see the other side of the coin. Wow. And so I, I just thank you so much for doing what you're doing in your country. Yeah. And we might be from different countries, but we're the same. We're citizens of the same world. So thank you for doing your part in your part of the world. 
that's another whole topic and i feel like yeah um, i'm i would be down at some point in the future to to discuss this there is also a stigma when it comes to that and it's it brings me to like this um you know there's stigmas can be anything and it can, and it can be attached to anything it's it's hostility towards a certain group um quick is it okay if i quick uh, quickly share a little bit of a story of course all right it's not long i won't bore you too long cuz uh yeah so um there was this person i worked with i won't mention any name any names cuz um for confidentiality uh, purposes but we were hitting it off you know um just as friends and we were like talk about really good stuff and deep things and um and um as soon as i mentioned that i was dealing with some kind of uh, anxiety or depression that i was diagnosed for for weeks until this point actually that person wasn't able to look at me with free eyes and was always this certain fear oh how am i supposed to respond now i i'm scared you know and it just more than anyone it hurt me because i was like you know really this one thing and now now we can't talk about this stuff anymore this important stuff so it's like i was being put in a category and just almost like written off like okay you have this you're this and that person and and i'm too good to talk to you and i see that happening to so many people whether you have a mental illness or not whether it's just a stigma any kind of stigma and it's really really too bad to see that happening you know we all want to want to feel belonged and that shouldn't stay stand in the way it should on the contrary be an invitation for empathy yes agreed you snaps <laughs> yeah <laughs> said the tacos uh, joyous uh, americano is aquí con la texas you know i'm i'm <laughs> good old mm, Texan boy, um, so yeah, no, it's uh, it definitely is different having to learn um, the Canadian way of doing things. I mean, okay. if the, the pace is much slower, it's much different here than it is down south. And yeah, no, it's no, it's good. And like I'm, I'm, I'm with a group of guys now. Some of us are veterans, some of us are not. And you know, just just working together and helping keep each other accountable and mm, like that's great. And, and always available to say, hey, you know what? If you need to talk or something needs to happen, then hey, let's do it. It's it's pretty cool. But yeah, no, sorry, I'm not trying to uh, oh, no. make this about no. me or nothing. But yeah, no, I'm I'm American, Canadian. Oh, second. nice. <laughs> well, nice. from Big Glitter, I would love to have a conversation with you about moving to another country because I fantasize about moving to another country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to convince my husband, like, let's just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, real quick. Um, if you guys have a topic for us in mind, it is something that you want us to talk about. You can just, in, like I said before, sorry for sounding like a broken record here, but you can always let us know. Either on Instagram or even on here, it's all good. Agreed. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a a great spot to maybe wrap up. Right. For sure. I um, thank you guys for taking the time for tuning in. Um, if it's okay, I would like to finish this with a prayer. 
if that's cool. You know? Um, all right. Do you have anything else to say before I start there? Save the tacos? No, I just want to remind you guys that we are here. I will let you know when my next live podcast is. Um, definitely follow us. would love to follow you guys back. And don't forget to, yeah, don't forget to follow us on Stereo and Instagram. Sorry to put that shameless right. plug out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. Um, so, okay. Tonight. So, I just want to, God, thank you for this amazing day. Thank you for, you know, for showing us your unconditional love over and over again. I pray that some of us or all of us, we can show some of that love to ourselves. Yes. Because we have been, some of us have been through really hard times and then just, you know, give, give them, give Jeff just a really good night today. Just make it more peaceful, you know, and um, just remind us where our hope is, that it's not going to stay this way forever. Yes. That sooner or later, you know, you will make everything good again. And thank you that we can cling on to that hope. Thank you for amazing friends, for this amazing um, platform that we can use to share our experiences. And um, and uh, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for tucking in. Thank you for listening and participating. And um, like German guy touched on, like it's not going to always be like this. And I just encourage you to take care of yourself and keep trying keep trying you got this one day at a time amen all right guys i'll see you on the other side it was a pleasure having you and uh, this german guy loves you all remember that (laughs) hey i love you guys too (laughs) oh yeah yeah obviously (laughs) all right okay guys take it take care bye